I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw Godzilla Minus One in the theater. Godzilla Minus One is a new Godzilla movie made in Japan and that is being shown in theaters here in the U.S. This movie was shot in Japan with Japanese actors made by Toho Studios, and it takes place in the immediate aftermath of World War II. Now, right away before I go any further, I just want to say I thought this movie was awesome. Oh yeah, it was a real treat and maybe the best Godzilla movie that I've seen. Now, I'm not a big Godzilla expert. I haven't seen all of the Godzilla films, but I've seen several of them. And of the ones that I've seen, yes, this one is the best. You know, there's just something about Godzilla where it's not a real Godzilla movie if it's not made in Japan, and I was shocked by how good this one really was. It's got great drama, some thrills and chills, and plenty of destructive Zilla action. So in Godzilla Minus One, our main character is a guy named Shikshima. He's a quote-unquote failed kamikaze pilot, meaning that when he flew his plane in the war, he opted not to destroy himself as he'd been ordered. And in the immediate aftermath of World War II, this is viewed as shameful. The guy returns to his wrecked Tokyo home, and he's a broken man. Not only is he ashamed of the fact that he didn't die the way he was supposed to, but, I mean, he's traumatized by what he's seen. And among the things that he's seen is, in fact, Godzilla, because early in the film, he witnesses a Godzilla attack. Fast forward to several months later, this guy's living in Japan, starting to build his life back up again, when Godzilla returns, only this time, doing a lot more damage. Yep, Japan here is in the rebuilding process after World War II, and Godzilla decides to attack it. And I gotta say, that's some tough breaks, considering they just got nuked twice. Now they gotta deal with a massive lizard attacking them. Which raises a question, why is Godzilla always attacking Japan? I mean, can't Godzilla attack someone else? Like, there's other coastal countries. How about Australia, or India, or Brazil? It's always Japan. But whatever. The point is, in this movie, Godzilla attacks Japan. And from there, it becomes an issue of, well, how are we gonna stop this monster? The government at this time is ineffective, the United States won't really help, and so a group of civilians starts to hatch a plan for defeating Godzilla. Most of these people are veterans from World War II, and that's how Shikshima gets involved. And I have to say, what makes this movie work so well is not just the carnage of Godzilla attacking Japan, but what's going on with the human characters. The story of Shikshima's journey here is really interesting, it's some great drama, and the film has plenty of good side characters. He acquires a love interest slash not love interest named Noriko, and there's this neighbor woman is always yelling at him. Plus, there's the buddies that he works with, these guys who are sweeping the ocean for mines. My favorite of them was a scientist who actually comes up with the plan to defeat Godzilla. So you've got this really great story here about a subject matter that I never really thought anything about. What would it be like to be a failed kamikaze pilot? And you've got great supporting characters and even some good comedy. And this is all going on in like one movie, except every so often, Godzilla attacks. And the Godzilla attacks are awesome. In the aftermath of Godzilla's biggest attack of the film, we're told 30 30,000 people died, so, you know, they're not trying to make us sympathetic to Godzilla in this movie. No, Godzilla really is a major menace, and he needs to be destroyed. It's not like that 1998 Godzilla, where we're supposed to sort of feel a little sorry for Zilla. No, in this movie, Godzilla needs to go, and he is scary. Now, another thing I want to remark on is just how good this movie looks. According to Wikipedia, the budget for this film was just $15 million, and that's insane to me, because this movie is absolutely gorgeous. The special effects are fantastic. The whole thing looks beautiful. So how the heck did they make this for only $15 million? This looks better than most Marvel films that I've seen, and they only spent $15 million. Meanwhile, if Hollywood made a Godzilla movie, they would spend 
$100 million on it, it wouldn't be very good, and then they'd wonder why they lost money. So yeah, the budget and the visuals here are really impressive to me. And it was just a privilege to be sitting there in a movie theater in 2023 watching a Godzilla movie from Japan in which they got most things so right. But it's not as though this film is perfect. I do have a few minor complaints. For one, it's a little too long, and that's because there are some character moments put into the movie that I think really could have been cut. Like there's this whole bit where our main character is trying to find a mechanic for this airplane he wants to use in the battle against Godzilla. And that whole bit of drama there could have been cut out. And yeah, you know, some of the stuff that happens at the end is a little too ridiculously happy. But that's just the cynical side of me looking for something to complain about. I mean, in the moment watching the movie, I was happy that this happened. So yeah, overall, Godzilla Minus One is great. The performances are fantastic. It looks amazing. It's exciting and it's got great drama. If you're at all curious about Godzilla Minus One, by all means, go check it out. I left my theater feeling great and rather lucky, actually. I'm going to give Godzilla Minus One a 4.5 out of 5 for this edition of Flick Day.